everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Monday, and the market is moving very nicely up. And uh, so, you know, we may be on the verge of another kind of a upward trend, which would be <laughs> which would be great, uh, which would be great. Great. I know that. Uh, you know, I've been buying this morning. Uh, I bought a little bit of NVIDIA. Um, I also bought the Qs, QQQ, for my uh, one of my other accounts. I've got yeah, a number of accounts that, that I trade. Uh, I I do I money that I um, cash that I need within within typically 12 months. I I uh, I just trade with ETFs. Um, you know, this is for taxes on some of my other properties, but anyways, <laughs> it's a long story. Um, also went into an interesting one, um, that you might be interested in here at ATKR. Um, it's looking pretty strong. It's right below a buy point, a little early, maybe, uh, to have bought it. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's looking, it's looking fairly, it's, it's looking fairly good. Um, so I just wanted to show you, um, several things here. First of all, I want to kind of give a shout out to uh, to Kyle, and I want to show you this uh, this very nice thing that he said. And this is uh, this is uh, somebody that works uh, that is in the Discord room. Just wanted to kind of, you know, give you, you know, I I, I kind of like it when 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 I get these nice things said. So, anyways, basically what this is, I don't know if you can see this on the screen, but I'm going to read it out to you. This is from our Discord room. Uh, Kylie FVE said, well, uh, every, uh, well, everybody today, it's official my one year anniversary watching Jim's live show. Uh, my portfolio is up 67% from then. Uh, Jim would like to say thank you for pointing out me in the right direction, showing me can slim. And, uh, I hope that, uh, you, you will uh, be following you for many years to come. Well, thank you very, very much, Kyle. So appreciate that. Um, you know, it's really easy. I, you know, many years ago back in, well, you know, in ancient times, shall we say, <laughs> ancient times, when the IBD first came out, I was introduced to it by uh, my mentor. Unfortunately, he has passed on. I, I you know, he was a great guy, uh, Howard Byron. And this, and he showed me, he said, you know, you know, just start, just start small, you know, just start with, um, you know, just start with an IRA. And I did, I, I started really, really small. I started with $300. <laughs> I started with $300. And then back in those days, it was $20 to do a trade. And of course I used Charles Schwab because it was the least expensive brokerage at the time. I mean, I, I couldn't afford anything like a Merrill Lynch or anything like that. That was, a, you know, that was, that was a long time ago, granted, but um, it, uh, it, it definitely, um, you know, it definitely was something that uh, that I, I will never forget. Really, I, I, I will I will I will never ever forget this. And uh, you know, it just it just so helped me out that uh, that I, I can't uh, you know I, I, I I'm in uh, Howard Byron's debt to this day. So I was introduced to the IBD and um, Canslim training and the whole thing, and it really 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 helped me. So um, you know, I just kind of want to put it out there. Just kind of want to show you sort of um, what my what I'm currently in. I've got a lot of things. Um, just want to show you a live of my of of everything that's in my portfolio. This doesn't include some of the spread trades that I have. We did a very nice spread trade on micro micro libre this morning. Unfortunately, I'm still trying to get a fill on it. Can you believe it? But it's a very nice bull put spread. And uh, but uh, these are the these are the stocks I'm actually holding currently. Uh, Apple, it's up a little bit. It it passed through the very very key $150 mark. Apple might be actionable right now if you're interested because this was the holdup. It was just 
pushing, pushing, pushing at this 150 level. And finally now it's beyond that 150 level. So that's very, very good. The price is up $4.64. Interestingly enough, you know, this is, this is very instructive because this is exactly how stocks trade. They will push up against the, the buy point. And then finally, when they move past it, like, um, uh, you know, like uh, Apple did here, they push through and they push through hard. This is up 3.12% or on about 7% uh, higher than normal volume. And remember, Maple's a huge company. Um, I'm up just slightly on Palantir. This has moved past a, uh, basically last week, moved past a reversal. And it's on that reversal, really, that uh, I, I basically did the, uh, you know, I, I, I went into it. It's a 2580. It's not up a lot, 0.33%, not a whole lot. Down three cents on Robert Half, but this has been a great performer for me. Berkshire Hathaway, even. So I may be, I may be getting rid of this. I don't know. Um, this is just a little engine that could STM, ST Micro. It's up 88 cents or 2%. Um, down a little bit in volume. This just keeps moving nicely. I'm probably going to be adding to this position. Down a lot, quite frankly, on Goldman Sachs, but you know, it's been up and down and sideways. I don't know. I may be, I may be scaling out of this. Who knows? I do like Goldman a lot, but the banks, eh, maybe not so much. Uh, Trex is up again. That's the plastic wood company. I can't understand why it's up, but it is. And then Matson has just been an excellent performer as well. I'm also in Macy's. It's down a little bit today, but overall, it's been a big, big winner for me. And then, of course, I've been scaling into NVIDIA. Now, this is not a buy point for NVIDIA. I just want to be clear with you. The buy point, the top of the buy point for NVIDIA is 218. So be very careful. You can add to a position that you already have, but make sure, make sure that your average cost is either 218 or below for, for NVIDIA. Very nice stock. And I think I think we're going to see a lot more action out of this one too. Um, we're up with Airbnb, believe it or not, 1.9. I have a small position in this. Um, this is not so much a technical, this is more of a fundamental. I really like the fundamental story, of course. On Airbnb, I think a lot of people do, um, but uh, the, it does have pretty good technicals. But it's better on the fundamental. We'll see how this working. It's again, it's it's very low. It, it this was wasn't bought at a buy point. So, in terms of to total can slimming, this is not totally in there. Perkin Elmer uh, up five dollars. This is a terrific stock. And by the way, I think Kathy Woods actually owns quite a bit of this. Uh, I it's a it's a wonderful company. What they do is they make gene sequencing equipment, and that's very key. Now, this is sort of, I'm talking more of the fundamentals here rather than the technicals, but PKI is great because all of these biotech discoveries are having to use their equipment. So I'm very, very high on PKI. We'll see how it does, but it's up $5.37 or about 2.9% today. Um, Microchip uh, technology is off a little bit, two cents down, not basically even. And then uh, at core. Uh, this is the one that is right at a buy point. It's up about $1.47 or about almost 2%. So that's kind of what I have currently. Uh, you know, that, that's, 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 what, that's what I have currently in there. And by the way, um, I know that I should be asking everybody. So if you really like this show and you're watching on, uh, on, on YouTube, please like me and please, please, please hit that like, please hit that like button and smash that one because that would be really great if you did that it helps me a lot I'm, I'm i need to get my numbers up here a little bit but you know we're working on it and it, it's coming so just just you know hit that hit that like button and subscribe to me on youtube that would be really wonderful if you would do that for me if you like the show all right
here we go. Um, HM Apple finally broke out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, out of the resistance and um, fought on PSEC. You think it's going to go up? Let's take a look at Apple first. Uh, you know, let's let's take let's let's take let's take a look at Apple first. I kind of want to look at that one, and then we'll go to the next. AAPL, of course, is the symbol for Apple. And uh, let's pull that up here. Here's a, basically um, my sort of take on it. We had a very nice the breakout really was here at the 150 level. This is sort of the key for Apple. And it does look like finally now, finally, hopefully this is this is the convincing breakout over this this 150 line. Now, technically, this is not technically this is not a, a buy point, but pr in practicality it is because this is a consolidation and we'd have an upward trending uh, RS line. So it's looking fairly good finally. For Apple, it seems like uh, you know we're starting to see it move back in, and basically what I like about this one is up until now, you see there have been a decreasing volume. That means the people, the the strong hands, have been willing to sell. We get this bump up. This means basically that now they're going to have to move the price up in order to get some more of that stock. So that's what that's telling me on the volume. So this is very this is a very bullish um, uh, candle here. And I think that we're likely to get some nice action this week on Apple based on this, based on the way I'm reading the chart. So uh, that's kind of excellent there. Um, and of course, I'm a holder of Apple. I do like the company. Um, you know, I don't, I may, I probably will not increase my position only because there's some other opportunities that I want to follow. But uh, as you can see, I've had it for a long time and I'm, you know, I buy and sell it, but uh, I've done very, very well on Apple. And I think a lot of other people can too. Um, let's look at PSEC to see kind of what's happening there. PSEC. And okay. Well, this is Prospect Capital. Um, according to my chart here, this is in a downward trend. I wouldn't probably want to be buying this. And, and the reason, of course, is because this is the first thing that you look at, by the way, when you're looking at a chart is uh, is you jump over to the weekly chart. I'm going to I'm going to do that. And we look to see what is the most current. How how is the most current trend? Well, if we look at the most current trend, we're going to see that, you know, indeed, we have a downward trend. We have a trend that's moving from its high here down. Uh, you know, downward. So that is a strike against it immediately. Uh, I don't like to see a downward trend. I don't want to buy a downward trend. I only want to buy an upward trend. Now, going over to the daily chart, we can see by drawing that trend line in there, we have a downward trend too. So basically what's happening is we have a weakening strength. If you'll notice this blue line here, and it's kind of cutting in and out, but this blue line is facing down. It's going down. You see, you see, how, that, see how that's going down? Well, that's the relative strength line. And what that is, is that's at this stock is losing strength against the S&P 500. Even though it did have good earnings, remember, you can't depend on earnings to make the stock go up. So here's, here's my, here's my um, take on uh, PSEC. I would not buy it, and I would probably put it on a wood, maybe put it on a watch list, but this is a not, I would not buy this one. I just, uh, you know, I just, I, I, I wouldn't buy it at this time. Uh, it just, it just really is not a buy. I mean, I mean, that's just the long and the short of it, unfortunately. So, um, <laughs> so here's the thing. I would buy Apple, but not the other. So, but thank you for the question. I very much appreciate it. Uh, Hans, um, Okay, hi Jim. What are your thoughts on PayPal? 
I bought in at 240 during its weakness and held a strong as a long-term investment. I uh, seems to be paying off. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, PayPal is a long-term leader. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's one of those that, you know, it, you probably did very, very well. It looks as if we're, we're getting a bit of a reversal here. Uh, let's zoom in a little bit. If I can see if, see if I can zoom in on that a little bit. And this is a good sign based on what I'm seeing. I'm going to kind of pull it over here and we're going to go look at the both the there we go. Okay. And I think we can see it. I, I think we can see it all there. So let me kind of get us. So this is the this is the volume spike. Very good. It's way above average volume. That's very powerful. This means a reversal. It's gone in. As you can see, that the volume had been decreasing, decreasing, decreasing. And then, boom, today it goes up. So this is very strong. It came up to the 21-day line. So this is very bullish. This is a very, very bullish. Um, this is a very bullish candle on PayPal. It does look like, at least, as long as the trend of the market stays the same, it looks like it's very, very likely to continue upward now that we have made that. Now, it may reverse back a little bit here, but the trend now is changed. Okay, the, the trend the trend now has, has changed to the upside. So I think that, you know, you, you've got a very good hold here. Uh, you know, I'd hold it at least until it gets to 310, probably higher than that. So I think you have an excellent, you've made an excellent uh, move on that. Um, the question is, is PayPal viable? Well, I probably wouldn't buy it at this level only because of the checklist. Now, the fact that you bought in earlier, that's a key. Uh, the checklist on it is it's okay, but I'd like to see it a little stronger uh, before I buy it up. But I definitely would be a holder. You've made a great you made a great buy there, and uh, congratulate yourself because that's uh, that's that's good. I think it's going to continue to go higher, Hans, and uh, I think it'll be very very nice. Um, all right, boy, this is, this is I tell you, it's nice to do a day like today when when everything is moving in the right direction. <laughs> it's just so it's just so much better than than when everything is is pulling back. Um, you know, today is, is, uh, is, is, is a very good day right now. And I think we're going to have, at least from what I'm seeing, at least in the near future, you know, we may be out of the, the, um, we may be out of the doldrums that happen in August because there are, we do have August doldrums and they kind of tend to be a bit slower. So this is a good time. And, uh, let's look at AMD. Now I don't actually have the AMD physical shares. I do have the spread on it. And it is doing very well as well. I have a spread on this. I don't have the actual shares. Um, here's here's what's happened. We this is the thing about AMD. AMD will pull up and then it will pull back. We're at 111, so that's good. Basically, you know, now we're going to see if it can move up to that 122 level, kind of where it came up initially. Uh, but this is looking very good. It bounced off the 21-day line. Um, it's the volume is down a little bit, so that's a little concerning. I want to see a little bit more volume coming in here, but uh, it does look like AMD is looking very good. Uh, so I think that's I think you can definitely hold this. Not a good place to buy AMD though. I'll be honest with you, this is not a good place to buy AMD. The correct the, the correct buy point was basically between 95 and 100. It was right in there. Now I did buy it right at the top, and then I. And then I uh, added to it, but I sold it basically at 116 when it pulled back. So uh, I don't currently have any of the physical shares. I do have the spread on it. 
I have a call spread. I have a bull call spread on this because I do think we're going to see some very nice action in it. But if you have it, it's definitely a good time to hold it. Um, I wouldn't be adding to the position, though. That's the main thing. I wouldn't be adding to adding to the position right now. Um, all right, Tesla. Um, here's the thing about Tesla. We still have a tremendous amount of overhead supply with Tesla. We are beyond that reversal line. I've got, I've got that reversal line. That, that's the black line. It's at 730, so it might be, you know, let's see how it closes. We're very close to the closing, you know. The fact that if it can if it can if it can hold over about uh, 729.90, then I think you might want to start possibly getting into it. Lower than that level, it's going to be a little bit difficult. I still want to see more more strength, but it's starting to starting to to come in better. The issue with Tesla, of course, is the overhead supply, and there's a lot of overhead supply here that needs to be taken out. I suspect that by the time it gets to 780, and it will that overhead supply will be gone. But, you know, this might be a time to start, you know, moving in to Tesla a little bit. But, um, you know, I'm, you know, I, I think it's going to be a lot calmer this year than Tesla. I think this year is going to be a lot calmer than it was last year. But I still think it's, you know, it's looking pretty good. And uh, it's really viable above about 730. You say, Jim, well, <laughs> why wouldn't you want to buy it at, you know, 700 or whatever? Because it can reverse lower. That's the main thing. We want to get it as it's starting to make its move higher. Uh, and that's and that's just, you know, this is kind of the, the long and the short of it. I want to show you a stock that I bought today just, uh, just, just to give you kind of a heads up on it. It's uh, interesting because it's sort of a, it's not really a growthy stock. It's uh it's uh it's a um it's an industrial stock which for me is is not as usual it's called adcor and i'll just give you a, a gander of it and where i bought it and it's right in the buy zone right now um it it's uh it, it bounced off the uh 20 to 1 day moving average and i can see by the weekly chart weekly here and it's this is where i purchased the full i just i did purchase a full position not for one of my portfolios this is a cup uh, without handle base, which is not necessarily the best. When you're when you're when you're buying the cup without handle, as I did here, you have to wait until it moves above that. You, you need to have it close above the buy point because it it it, it doesn't have as much power. Uh, but this is a cup without handle, and it's right in the buy zone now. Uh, I did buy a full position. My average price ninety three twenty six. So I'm actually down a little bit on this 93, 92, 20, um, 61. So I'm down a little bit on this, set my stop loss here basically at 83.50. So this is one that I'm in. I did it primarily because it had excellent earnings. Of course, it came through earnings. Sales were up 122% and profits were up 491%, which is the kind of, this is the kind of stock that I'm looking for. If you, if you, if, if you, if, if you buy a stock that, that has you know 800 800% um, profit growth in in a, in a year that you're probably going to be in a good stock so pretty not 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 a terrifically complicated idea here but I definitely like to see it when they move like that uh, with the with the nice profit profit margins like that happy oh happy one year thank you Kyle thank you so much uh, um, let's see did uh, did you see F, um, FS FSFG is going higher. Absolutely. So definitely it is. Um, by the way, uh, um, everybody out there, this is something that I really, 
I think it's interesting. Now, a lot of quote unquote experts will say that splits don't matter. Well, I used to believe that too, but I don't believe that anymore. I think that I think that splits matter. And typically when they announce that a stock is going to split, what will happen is it will up until the day of the split, the stock will run up. So it's a, it's a good indicator because typically companies won't split their stock unless they know something good is going to happen. And that's basically the case with um, this bank, First Savings Financial Group. Uh, it is going to be it, it is going to be splitting. And so even though the earnings are down, look at that minus 72 percent, even though the earnings are down on this one, the stock is still up. So splits tend to be a very good indicator of whether or not we're going to see um, the correct movement in a stock. And it just it's, it's interesting. It just seems to work that way. So congratulations, Kyle. I think it's a great one. And I think you'll do very, very well in that. And I uh, hope you make lots of money uh, on that as well. All right. Um, hey, Jim, um, hey, Jim uh, just bought breakout at 729. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, and Square, I, I, by the way, I did buy Square today too. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull off the Square chart. Today is a good day for buying. I, I, I have to admit, uh, I did buy Square as well. I didn't, I probably didn't put that, I, I didn't put that on my list. I just bought it. Uh, let's see if I've got the, I've, I've got the buy point on it. Yeah. Okay. I bought one full position at seven, uh, two seventy two thirty one. I set my stop loss and I can show you this. There we go. I bought uh, one full position of Square at uh, 272.31. So I'm a little bit down on that. Not to, I'm buying them a little bit too early. I should wait until the end of the day. Um, my stop loss is set at 261.80. It's right here. So I do think that that's where I'm going to be buying. That's where I'm going to be putting. That's where I'm putting my stop loss. I do think Square is going to do very, very well. Um, I think it's bounced very nicely off the 21-day line. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's in a consolidation pattern, so it's a little bit early to buy this one. It's a little bit early to buy Square, but I think it's going to do very, very well. And, of course, let's look at Tesla again. The only thing, you know, my only concern with Tesla is the overhead supply. And we're going to pull up Tesla here. There we go. Uh, with Tesla, the situation, of course, is that we that this is a key level. 729.90. Okay. And the reason this is crit critical is because this is resistance. And it looks as if after hours you're going to be rewarded on this one. It's already 731. So it's moved nicely through that resistance. And I think you're going to do very well. I think you're I think you're going to do very, very well with with Tesla on this. There is a little bit of overhead supply here. I'll be I'll be honest. There's overhead supply here that is a little bit of a concern. But I think you know the longer it goes, the, the longer it goes the more that overhead supply is going to be taken out. So I think we're going to look good on that as well. So congratulations. I think those are two really good buys. Um, I'm not in Tesla right now. I'm looking to rearrange my 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 portfolio so that I can go into it because I, I, I do like the stock. I really do like the stock. Um, all right. We have a question on um, from TikTok. Uh, let's see. Um, would you share your any thoughts on time? To sell absolutely uh, on and this is a, this is a question coming from TikTok. When do you want to sell Nvidia? Okay, well actually I don't decide when to sell, <laughs> and and here's how I do it. And this is very different than a lot of people will do it, but it works for me. And here's how I do it. Um, with Nvidia, I just keep pressing. Um, I just keep pushing up my stop losses. So my current 
average price on NVIDIA, and I'm going to show you that, is about 213. I have it in a number of portfolios, but my average my my average um, for for Nvidia is about 213, so it's right about here, is where it is in terms of my average my average cost on that. So what I will do is I will continue to move up this stop loss, and so tonight I'm going to move this up. Probably I'm going to move the stop loss up to about 207. Okay, but be, and and then and then as it continues to move up, I will um, I will then continue to move the stop loss up. Now, eventually, if I do it right, I'll get to the point where I have um, I have a stop loss that is at, um, you know, that, that is, you know, 5, 10, 20 percent. And then eventually it's going to pull back. And when it pulls back, that's how I sell it. So I use the stop losses. I don't I don't um, I don't anticipate. Now, if it goes above 20 percent, in about uh, eight weeks, then I will typically take half off. But if it's continuing to move up, all I do is I just move up my stop loss. And eventually, I'll get to a point where uh, I will then it will then pull back and I will sell out and I will sell out a profit. So that's how I that's how I handle it, knowing when to sell. And I've done this for, for, for a number of years, and it just seems to work very, very well. All right, let's look at TX. TX is one of the largest uh, plays for for the steel group, which has been fantastic. And let's pull this pull this stock up. Thank you very much for this question. Um, currently, the the last buy point was right here at thirty nine sixty, so we're pretty extended from that. the 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 uh, current price on TX is fifty five twenty three, so we are pretty far extended from the the buy point at thirty nine sixty. Uh, we do have um, a very strong relative strength. Is this a good place to buy it? Well, it's extended. So here's my here's my um, take on TX. It's a great stock, but I would I would I would see if I could find another. Uh, I would see if I could find another one just because right now this is just not in a buyable area. It it you don't want to buy it at this level. So I'm going to go to the steel producers list to see kind of you know, what other stocks and see if there's any, any, any in the, in this group where we can, any, in any in this group that we can, um, you know, that we, that we can, that, that we can find. So let's see if we can get a ranking for the steel companies. Oops. Nope. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's actually changed. Interesting. That is interesting. It's actually, it's actually strengthened. There's 16, 15 stocks in the, in the group. So let's just see kind of in this group where the strength is. And I'm going to look for the top stocks. Um, TX is definitely in there. It's it's 2.9% it's off of its all-time high. Nucor, let's look at Nucor. Nucor has the highest relative strength. So let's see if Nucor is viable. Here's the thing. Instead of TX, I would consider possibly looking at Nucor. Now, it's a bit extended, but it's right at the – it's right at the um, – it's right at the 10-day line. It's uh, so this is the one I would probably, instead of TX, this is probably the one that I would probably look at. So I'm going to look at, and I think it's right at the, yeah, it's almost exactly at the 10-day line. So you could buy TX right here. If you did buy TX right here, it would be essentially it would be tad extended, but I think it's very very good. Relative strength on this is 97. It's very strong. Right now, the steel group is, and, and, and 
Um, Nucor, which is symbol N-U-E, has a 100% checklist, making it in the absolute top group in terms of strength. So if you were to buy this stock, you could buy this right now. Uh, I currently do not own Nucor, but it's very strong right now. Uh, and you could definitely buy it. This is a cup with handle. It's a very good form. I mean, it's a very good um, chart pattern. It's got a 100% checklist. So that's what I would recommend. If you're looking at TX, I would consider NUE, which is Nucor. Let's look at MAKR. if I can oh did I get that run right M-A-K-R I did but I didn't I don't seem to it doesn't seem to be pulling up so I apologize that on that one let's take a um from TikTok hey Jim should I <laughs> should I keep get should I keep in or get out I think now I think we've seen a, a definite movement um right now I think it's a good time to be in the market I think it's a good time to get in the market we have moved so let's take a look at the um, let, let's take a look at the Nasdaq because that's you know the Nasdaq Composite, and I'm just going to pull up the screen here for the Nasdaq Composite here. So we we you know a few days ago one two three four five so so basically at the beginning of you know a week ago we 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 tested the 40-day moving average. We're currently in an uptrend. And it does look like, you know, we're likely to see it move um, move higher at basic, based on this. Now, we probably will get a pullback towards the end of the week a little bit. But at least for right now, the S&P is looking very good. The uh, let's look at let's um, let's look at the S&P 500. That's also looking good. The Nasdaq's looking good. I want to take a look at the QQQ. This is an ETF that covers the top 100 stocks in the nasdaq and it's it's looking very strong as well i did purchase this today um not a lot of it just just a little bit of it it's a cash account that i use for taxes um because i what i do is i segregate my taxes out and then i invest them in the queues as long as the market is going up and then of course i pay my taxes out of that so this is my escrow that i that i did uh purchase some um some shares in so Overall, looking very strong today, uh, which is which is a great thing. Um, question on X. This is another one of the steel stocks. Of course, it's U.S. Steel. Uh, symbol is X on this, and uh, it is uh, it is a little bit below a buy point. The buy point on X is twenty eight seventy nine. That's kind of why I think Nucor may be the better of the two. Um, I like Nucor a little bit better than this one. For some reason, even though we have the double bottom, which is a very strong pattern, I still don't like this one as much as I like Nucor. Uh, I think Nucor is better. This one has an 89 checklist, which is excellent, but I want to point your attention to Nucor, which is N-U-E. And this one has a 100% checklist. Uh, I always try to buy the best merchandise that I can, so if we look at the if if we look at the um, the kind of the, the the industry and sector, this is number three ranked. So it's very good. There's 15 stocks in this, uh, and the real strength on this is 98%, which is incredible, which is incredible. So this is the one I like out of the group, Nucor N U E. It's a little bit more expensive, one one twenty one. 06, but I definitely think it's worth it while it's done extremely well. This, I, since the beginning, this has doubled essentially 
a little bit more than doubled since the beginning of the year. Wow. If you had been in this in January, look at this. It was it was basically at 58, and now it's at 128. That is incredible. That is an incredible move um, for a real company. It's just that's an incredible move. Um, but uh, my thoughts on it is that I like X, but I like Nucorp NUE better. Um, did Apple rise too much today? I never think it ever really rises too much. Um, um, but the, the reason Apple went up so much is because the weekend finally were, uh, you know, were sold out. The, the, the sellers, people, people are not selling now. <laughs> so I think that you're going to see Apple move up much higher now because we've gotten through that resistance. The resistance was at 150. And, you know, that's kind of the kind of the long and the short of it. So I do think we're, I do think that, you know, at least for the next few days, um, Apple's probably going to be very bullish. Uh, that's my guess. Um, let's look at Palantir, PLTR. And, of course, I have Palantir. I did buy it at the reversal. Uh, well, I actually bought it at the uh, I, I bought it above the 200 day line. Let me let me caveat that. I, it was a reversal, but I did buy it at the 200 day line. It's starting to do well now. Uh, after hours, it's uh, it's off a little bit, seven cents, but it's twenty five seventy seven, so it's looking pretty good. Um, the key here, the the real key is, can it get beyond this twenty seven fifty? That's the key. If it moves beyond about the twenty seven fifty, then it's going to move higher. If that is the case, I probably will buy another position, but right now, I'm going to wait until it it pulls above that twenty seven fifty. That's probably where I'll pyramid into it because it's starting to look strong finally after a long time. All right, let's look at Build-A-Bear Warehouse. You're in it. Oh, $15. That's excellent. Um, yeah, BBW is not BBW. It's Build-A-Bear Workshop. <laughs> BBW. Oh, goodness. What a, what a, what a symbol. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean that's looking very nice. I mean you're in at 15, so that's so that was a very good buy. That was by basically on this on this um, on basically on this tight here. This, this, it, this is a, this is the, if you have the patience, this is a good way to buy it. This it was tight. It was a tight pattern, and then it pulled back, and this is and then got ready, and then boom, it's been up. You know what? You definitely could buy another. Uh, you could buy another tranche at this. Uh, Dinesh, uh, yeah, you definitely could. Um, I think, you know, of course, the next the, the next stop, of course, is twenty is twenty one dollars a share, but I definitely think you probably could buy this. Uh, you could pyramid into this one. So BBW is looking pretty good. Uh, I just want to look at the checklist. Yeah, eighty nine. That's excellent. Um, let's look at the uh, yeah, it's number nine rank. That's very good. Yeah, everything's lining up with BBW. This is a good stock. I think you'll be very well rewarded with it. All right. Oh, uh, Hans, uh, let's look at T. T is one of my least favorite stocks, I have to admit. Telephone or AT&T. Uh, this is a terrible stock. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Uh, you know, and my brother used to work for the company, so I am not, you know, you know, I don't dislike the company. I just don't like the stock. The uh, If you look at the reversal line, I'm drawing the reversal line now. This is the reversal line on T. Uh, you know this 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 company needs help. I mean, I'll be I'll be honest with you. This needs help. I mean, look at the relative strength. Seventeen. That's horrible. Um, you know, this stock should be, you know, double or triple that. <coughs> this is not. This stock is in a bad group. Well, actually, not as bad not as bad as I thought. Twenty one. That's actually better than I thought. 
It's got a 33 checklist. This stock, unfortunately, this company is sick. <clears throat> so I don't think you want to buy. I don't think you want to buy telephone. I wish I wish I could say you did want to buy telephone, but I just don't think you want to buy telephone. It doesn't look good to me. And, you know, I think I think you're going to have to be, you know, a little bit more careful on that. I just don't think it's a, I don't think it's the right way to go. So I, I would avoid telephone. Uh, I, I would avoid telephone T. Um, let's look at DS. D I S. CK. All right. Let's see, is that going to give me anything? No. Oh, discovery. Yeah, different different story with discovery. Um, this is an interesting stock. Uh, if you want to be in that space, uh, it is up a little bit after hours. Very tight action on it, as you can see. Um, but it's got a relative strength of 22, and it's below the 200-day line. I just wouldn't buy this one either. I just don't think this one is a good one either. I mean, I don't think this. No, look at this. This is 56 checklist. No, no. There's there's better stocks out there than this one, um, Hans. I just, I think you want to avoid both T and DSCK. I think you want to avoid them both. I, they just, it doesn't, they don't work that well, unfortunately. Um, bought a half position on PayPal. Nice, Nico. Uh, let's look at PayPal. PYPL. And PayPal, PYPL, and of course PayPal is one of my favorite stocks. It has reversed nicely, and I think that's a good third position is a good place to go. You really want to pyramid up, and this is a good this is a good first buy. If it moves to 300, that would be another buy, and then as it hits 310, that would be another buy there. And I think if you do that, if it moves up to this, and I think there's a very high likelihood this is going to happen. I think you'll have a very nice buy in PayPal. Um, we're starting to see some nice volume coming in there. So we're starting to see some interest. So one-third, one-third, one-third. And I think you're going to have a very, very nice um, very nice um, position in PayPal. Let's look at the, let's look at the um, particulars. It's 56. I don't like this. It's, it's a little bit below where I'd like to see it. Part of the thing is the relative strength. I want to show that to you. It's only got a 72 relative strength. But it is moving upwards, so I'm liking that. So as long as this as long as this blue line is recovering towards the upside, I'm liking that a lot. This little blue line is the strength of this stock against the S&P 500. So we always want to see this going up. We typically like to buy them as they're 80 or better, and the reason is is because we're buying. It's an 80/20 rule. 80% 80 of the of the profits. Uh, on the gains that you're going to make are make, going to be made on 20% of the stocks. So if we're buying things that have relative strength of 80 or better, we're we're tilting the we're tilting the odds in our favor that we're going to get one of those stocks that's going to produce 80% of the gains. So that's why I like to buy with a relative strength of 80 or better so much. Relative strength is very very important. We don't just want to buy a good stock; we want to buy a great stock. We want to buy a stock that is making all the money. <laughs> That's what we want to do because it's not evenly distributed. You can buy a good stock in a great area and it won't do as well as the leader in a great area. If you buy a leader in a great area and, and, and there's a lot of movement in there, that's a great place to go. That's the reason I'm so high on um, NVIDIA. NVIDIA is the number one stock right now in the fabulous semis. And that's a good thing because they're getting a lot of love right now. So that's an area where it's probably going to move up. So that's why I like the relative strength line so much. I like to see a very strong relative strength. 
Okay, thank you. Oh, great. Thoughts on the GBTC. Now, the GBTC, for everyone that's uninitiated, is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. It's symbol GBTC. And the GBTC holds approximately um, 4% of the world's Bitcoin. This is how I play Bitcoin. The reason I play it like this is primarily because I want something that I can trade. I want something that gives me the ability to do margin, all of which I can do with the GBTC. Now, the GBTC has been moving up. It, it basically, it, it's looking very good. It's finally above the 200-day the line. This is really where you want to start looking to possibly move into the GBTC because this is where it's starting to look good. The checklist is 67, which is excellent for a uh, ETF, exchange-traded fund. So I do think that this one is looking very good. It's, it's the, the um, you know, don't look at this because it's a, because it's a uh, an ETF exchange traded fund. But 4% approximately of the world's Bitcoin are in this. So from what I can see, Bitcoin is an upward trend right now and it's above the 200-day line. So also you can use this if you just buy Bitcoin directly. If the GBTC is an upward trend, then more than likely the underlying, which is the um, which is Bitcoin, is an upward trend too. So GBTC looks very good, and I think it's a good time uh, to be in GBTC. All right, thank you, Alpha Five Eleven. Thoughts on Snap? And I have a spread on Snap still. I did buy um, Square, but I have a, a spread on Snap. It's in the buy zone right now, and that's key because. This is how you want to buy it. We just went after hours here. Um, I, you know, I have the bull put spread on it. Um, basically, it's right in the buy. It's right in the buy zone. So this is absolutely buyable right now. The relative strength on this tr is a tremendous 95. Remember when I was talking about the relative strength? You want to buy stocks that are in the top 20% of all stocks in terms of strength. Well, according to this, Snap is in the top 5% of all stocks. So that makes it very, very good. So there's a lot of there's a lot of movement into the stocks. The checklist is 89. That's excellent. The industry and sector, it's eight, number eight. So that's very good. So everything is really setting up very, very nicely with Snap. This is a good place to get into Snap because Snap looks like, at least from my at least from this chart, from what I'm seeing, it looks like Snap is going to go higher. And indeed, it did go higher today, dollar and thirty-nine cents higher. Or about 1.9%. Excellent stock. I, I think this is a good place to be in Snap, and uh, I think I think this is a, I think this is a good place to 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 start a position in Snap. You definitely can can buy this at this time. Let's look at HUT. HUT Hot Eight Money. I don't know this company. This is a relatively small stock. Uh, I'm going to look at the average daily volume. That's very important. To find out if I even even wanted to fuss with it, I'm what I'm doing is I'm going over here. I'm looking at the average, the 50-day average volume. Okay, so we definitely have enough volume. If this number is less than 500,000 here on shares, I typically don't I typically don't do it. But the definitely is four million shares is definitely enough. This is an IPO. I, that's why I'm not familiar with it. It has not completed its IPO base though, even though it does have a relative strength of 96, which again is excellent. The sales are ex the, the sales are good are up 263%. Here's the thing. I probably would not buy this one at least right now. But let's see if we go to the weekly chart and see yeah, we're just it's just has not formed 
an IPO base yet. It's getting close though. It's got almost one, two, it's almost got three months. I, I think I would wait. I think I would wait a little bit to see on this one. I mean, you definitely could buy it at this level, but I, I would be, I would be careful here. I probably would not buy it. It's under $10. Uh, I think I'd be a little bit more careful on this. I would watch this this one, but it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Now, I definitely would buy Snap. There's no question about it. But Hut, uh, probably not. I would probably wait a little bit on this one, see if it forms an IPO base. If it forms an IPO base and it's moving upwards and it has all these things, other things, then it might be might be the right time. But I don't think it's the right time for 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 Hut right now. But I definitely think it's the right time for. Um, for, for Snap, I really do. I think Snap is looking super good. Let's look at Penn National. And P-E-N-N. Penn National Gaming. It looks as if... Now, here's the thing about Penn National. This is a stock I particularly like. I'm not in it currently, and there's several reasons I'm not in it, and I'll show you why. But we have... This is the reversal line. I want to show you this. This is the reversal line here. So what's... What one thing good has happened, and that is we have moved past the reversal line. Okay, so that's step one. All right. Step two is can it move above the 200 day moving average? That's this black line here. This is the minimum place that I would buy it. So <clears throat> I would I would consider possibly buying it at 89. Um, 89.20, but I'm not going to buy this yet. I'm not going to buy this yet because it hasn't proven itself that it can move above that 200-day line. If it moves above the two, but I am seeing some good action here. If you'll notice, the, the, the volume is decreasing. That means that fewer and fewer people are willing to sell at this price. So the weekends are getting thinned out. So once the weekends are thinned out, then they will have to bid the price up and it will move above that 200 day line so that's so here's the thing i would not buy this one yet i would watch list this one and wait it needs to go a little bit higher it needs to go to about 89 before i would be interested in buying it so those are my thoughts on penn national so i wouldn't be a buyer now but i would watch list this one if it goes above 89 then i would probably move into it um another great uh, this is a great one um great stock thank you um Maresh. Appreciate it. ASO is Academy Sports and Outdoors. And if you if you aren't in Texas, you probably wouldn't know this store, but they just are a very big deal here in Texas. And uh, they do they do sell guns. Um, so if that's a problem for people, then don't buy the stock. But right now the stock is in the buy zone. It is looking very very strong. This retail leisure products area coming out of COVID is looking very good, nine out of 197. And we have entering in 10 days. This is the only caveat here. Would I buy it right now? Probably would wait for another 10 days to see how it comes to earnings. Let's check to see kind of what happened in the past. Now, the last time it went through earnings, it went up, so that's good. The time before that, the quarter before that, it went up. So let's look here. The time before that it went up so there is a history of this thing going up after earnings so here's what i would do wait for earnings and probably buy it on the day after earnings and you probably will, will be very well rewarded it's probably going to go up after earnings and that's in 10 days so that's probably what i would do i would put that on my watch list wait another about 10 days before it goes to earnings 
and then <laughs> then buy it and then buy the sucker because I then I think it's really good. Thanks, PP. Appreciate it. Thanks for watching. And by the way, <laughs> um, I have to put this. Uh, please subscribe to the show. Please, please, please. And of course, like it. Uh, you know, please like it. <laughs> please like it. <laughs> please subscribe to the show. <laughs> I need to pay my bills here. So I do appreciate that very much. But thank you. Thank you for that very, very kind comment. Um, all right. Next question. Um, Kadrian, okay, what's your opinion of open? Is it worth holding long term? Hmm, okay, well, let's look at open. O P E N. I guess this is open door, the real estate company. I'm a little bit leery in this. Um, it's funny because I'm I'm working on uh, I'm I'm working on selling a house I have in California right now. <laughs> You're very timely on this. Um, you know, here's the problem I have with open door right now. Maybe you can hold on to it, but if you're down more than 7%, consider selling it. And here's why. You can always buy it back in. You can always buy back in to open door. You can always buy back in. But right now we're in this downward trend and you know, and that's a problem. I mean, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be holding when when the trend is down. So currently, I'm going to draw the reversal line here. This is the reversal line for open door. So we've just creeped above it just ever so slightly. We've, we've, we have the beginning of a reversal, but we're not reversed yet. It definitely is not a good idea to buy below the 200-day line. This this black line here. Now, the black dotted line is the reversal line, but the black line is the 200-day uh, line. You don't want to buy below that. You don't want to initiate a position below that 200-day line. It just is not a good idea. So... My advice on this one would be to watch lists, but not buy. So I wouldn't be, I just wouldn't be a buyer at this point. So I would be, you know, watch lists, but don't buy. That's my, that, that's kind of, that's kind of my take on it. Um, so I, I would watch this, this one, but of course, it'd be nice if I could spell it right, wouldn't it be? All right. So I would watch the, I would watch this this one, but I wouldn't buy it. I, just, I wouldn't buy this one. It's in a downward trend. Um, we don't like to buy them downward. We don't want to buy them in a downward trend. We want to buy them as they're as they're moving upward. So. Don't buy this one. Just watch this it for now. Maybe we'll turn the corner. And if it does, then then that would be a good thing. But right now, I think we've got to be a little bit careful with this one uh, with open door. So I, I wouldn't be a buyer of open door right now. We did Academy and Sports, uh, which is a good one. And I think, definitely think Academy is, uh, ASO is definitely a buy right now at these levels. So well, that's a good one. Uh, we did cover Apple, but let's look at CE. CEI. Look here. Camber Energy. Again, I'm not familiar with this one. I kind of want to see how many shares this is trading. Okay, because I typically don't like... Okay, it's an oil and gas company. Okay, so it's definitely trading. You know, it's trading, uh, you know, uh, 20,000 sh shares a day. So that's a lot. Um, do I... Am I interested in this one? Not probably. It's first of all, it's a 55, it's a penny stock essentially, under 55 cents. I mean, yes, it can double in price, 
but I'm a little bit concerned about this one. It's on the Amex. That's a good thing. But I just, uh, I just think that I think you got to be careful. With my, my take on this one right now is I would probably say no. It's got a 44 checklist. I would probably say no on this one. I, I, I think, I think that probably not a good buy. Now Apple's different. Apple, of course, is a buy, and uh, but see, I think, I think, I think it's not, it, it's not going to work as well. Um, thoughts on TSCM? I think you mean TSM, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing TSM. I love this company, but the TSM has a problem, I believe. And TS, the problem with TSM, of course, is its political risk. Um, who knows what's going to happen with the Chinese? Um, and this is there, there is some real political risk with TSM. So I, I, I want to make that clear. That said, this is the world leader in chip foundries. This company makes the, the best, probably the, the most, uh, intricate chips in the world, um, though that might, you might be able to, to uh, argue that, you know, there's, with some other companies. But this is definitely a leader in the, um, uh, this is this is essentially a foundry. They make chips for other people. They don't design them themselves. They make for other people. NVIDIA uses this chip foundry and so does, uh, AS, um, uh, so does AMD. So they have they have a tremendous order book. I really like the company, but I don't, you know, it's in a consolidation pattern right now so i probably i would hold this one if i owned it i probably would not be a buyer for it i want to see it move above 142 before i would be a buyer and the reason where that comes from that number 142 that's the that's the top of the consolidation i'd like to buy this at a new higher high but everything is good with this one 61 um as well as strength is a little bit weak but other than that i think it has and it has a 56 checklist so here's my point with tsm I wouldn't be a buyer of TSM for starting a new position, but I might consider adding at this level. So that's kind of my take. Um, and Real Madrid has two essentially Chinese stocks. Let's check in on BABA. This is a potential short, I believe. Yeah, as you can see, this is a terrible stock, unfortunately. It was such a great stock, but, you know, what goes up must come down. Real's a strength rating of four. I just think you got to avoid it. Um, I just think you got to avoid it. I, I think all the Chinese stocks are a little bit dangerous right now based on what the, the Chinese government is trying to do. So I think you got to be careful with them. So I would not be, I would not be doing, I would be not be going in there. Tycoon W. What do you think about INPX? INPX. All right. Let's look at it. INPX provides data analysis, cybersecurity. I like the cyber, cyber area. It's a little, it's, here's the thing. It does violate one of my rules right off the top of the bat. And that is the stock sells for less than $10. And I just think it's really tough. And the reason, why do I think, you know, why am I such a stickler for that price? Well, the reason is, is because there's many funds will not invest in even the best stocks if they're under $10 in price. They just won't do it. So it doesn't have that fund support. And they really need that fund support to make a stock really, really pop. A stock is going to pop if it has a lot of fund support. So I, 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 for that very reason, I'm probably not a buyer of this stock. Um, it's only got a 56 checklist. So here's the thing, and a relative strength of 13. So I just, I know it's attractive because it's, it's a cheaper stock, but I think that maybe, um, you know, maybe, maybe you want to look for something else. Now, here's what I know that people really like cheap stocks. Believe me, when I started out, that's what I all, all I wanted to buy. Now, here's the thing. If you get onto the action trade alerts, I'm going to be sending out a list of all of the 
um, you know, of the highly rated stocks under $10 tonight. And that's going to, that's going to be on the list, but you got to get on the list. And the way you get on the list is by going to www.dallastradingfloor. And if you go there, um, we have, um, you know, just put your first and last name and an email address. We'll send it right out to you. Uh, we'll have the recap, but we'll also tonight, it's going to be the under $10 list, the highly rated stocks under $10. We're going to send that out to everybody that's on the list. By the way, if you're looking on TikTok, it's super easy. Just go to my profile, click the link and first and last name and an email. And you'll, we'll give you that highly rated stock list under $10. And these are actually real good. These are actually stocks that you're going to, you're going to potentially make money on because they all have very strong relative strengths, like 90 or better. So, um, you know, no guarantees, obviously it's just a list, but it's a list that I sort through every week. I look at this for strength. You know, it's, it, it a lot of, a lot of what there, there's several rules in, in being successful in the stock market. One is fishing in the right fishing hole. So that's the fishing in the right fishing hole, controlling your losses with stop losses and making sure that you're, when you're, when the market is moving higher, you're in the market. And then when the market's pulling back, you 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 um, you go to cash and you wait. So that's that's really in a nutshell an easy way to make money in the stock market. Well, it's not easy, you know everything, but it's easier than you think it is. Um, it, it it's it's easier than you think it is. But you got to control your losses. You got to be in the right areas, and the right stocks. And that's what I'm going to try to help you with. And of course, it's all free. So uh, go to the um, go to the go to the uh, my profile on LinkedIn. Click the link, first and last name, and an email address. And if you're watching on TikTok, I mean, if you're watching on uh, YouTube or or LinkedIn or any of the other platforms, all you have to do, it's very easy, is go to the um, www Dallas Trading Floor, um, and and that and and then first and last name and a oops, that's that's my email address. Oh, okay, this is my this is oh that's for that other. So just go to www Dallas Trading. So I think we're just about out of time, but we're going to have a few more questions here. Um, okay, here we go. Question, Stevie, thanks. Um, what's the drawback of selling a cover call on Walmart a year out? No, there's, there's, really, no, um, there's really no drawback on selling a cover call a year out. The only thing is, if you get called, you're going to have to, you, you, you may have to, if, 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 if it goes down, you're going to have to buy that stock. You're going to have to cover. So, so um, remember that. That's a very key thing. So if you sell it now, uh, as long as it doesn't, uh, as long as you have the margin, absolutely you can do that. I typically don't like to sell covered calls out that long, and the reason I don't is simple. When you're selling a covered call, you're basically, um, a call will appreciate the most in the last 45 days of its life. So I like to sell calls out about 45 days, and uh, especially a covered call. And as they deteriorate, if the strike price isn't met, then I'm collecting more money. So if you look at the, if you look at the, tr uh, the charts, you will see that the optimal time frame to be selling a call typically is about 45, maybe to 60 days out because they get the most what they call theta decay and that that uh, goes to your profit line. But you definitely can sell out a year. It's not a problem. I typically don't like to do that because I can make more money by selling multiple calls at at 45 to 60 days. That's typically where I like to sell them. All right, uh, let's look at Amazon. 
and that is AMZN. And um, oh yeah, look at that. We have a nice movement on Amazon. Amazon's moving up nicely today. It bounced off the 200-day line, so it definitely looks as if in this consolidation, and that goes from here to here, it looks like this is probably going to reverse up to about the 77.75 area. So there might there's a, there's probably several hundred points in there in the next few weeks. So that's what that's kind of looking like to me. When you get a consolidation like this, what will happen is the stock will come down, it will bounce, and then it will come back up. Now, it has bounced also off the 200-day line. So now it seems as if there's money flowing back in. Now, th and this would make sense because typically in retail, the strongest quarter is the last quarter, and that's the quarter that we're going into. Uh, Amazon will do very well in the last quarter because of the Christmas shopping. So uh, I think this is a good time. The timing is good on, on Amazon, and this might make a very good, potentially this might make a very good call spread. And I may look at this for a call spread because it does look like it is adjusting up. So very, very nice. Thank you for that. And um, um, that is also, you know, a nice call spread on that. We covered BABA, so I'm not going to go into that. I don't think you can buy it right now. And let's see, I think we're almost at the end. Oh, okay. Uh, AI, um, thank you, Hussein. Uh, uh, C3 AI, let's look at it. C3 AI. And this was an IPO. I think it's, I think it's just AI is the symbol. All right. Yeah, C3 AI. Okay, so let's look at it here. Um, we still have a downward trend on C3 AI. I don't know why I'm getting these bars here. I think this has something to do with the software. Um, not, not fully, uh, not, not averaging these, but we are in a downward trend on C3 AI. So I probably would not be a buyer at this level just based on this chart on the weekly chart. This is the first thing I do, by the way, when I look at a chart is I look at what is the general direction. The general direction is Seattle to Miami. I don't like that. We don't want to be flying. We want to be flying from Los Angeles to New York. That's where we want to be going. So the wrong direction on this one, I would not be a buyer of C3 AI. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for taking a look at my show. And tell all your friends, please. Um, <laughs> please tell your friends. Um, uh, you know, oh, let's do, do one more for TikTok. I'm sorry I didn't cover this one, and I should have. This is AMD. And let's cover it real quick, and then uh, get ready for the next show. Okay, so here's AMD. Uh, it uh, it it did it did finish after hours basically the same 11:09, essentially a little bit down, not too much. It's getting ready to 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 move out. Here's the thing with with um, um, here's the thing with uh, AMD. Here's what I would do with AMD. I would get ready to buy this, but I would buy this with a buy stop limit order, and the where I would do it would be right about here. Uh, because it's going to move beyond that and then on heavy volume. And that's going to be where kind of you want to do the, you, you want to, um, to see that, to, to see that volume. So um, AMD is getting ready to go, but I wouldn't buy it until it moves past 112.50. 112.50. If you do a buy stop limit order on 112.50, then as it's moving higher, then you want to buy into it. But it's looking, it's trending very nicely. And I do think it's probably going higher. It's definitely reversed off the 21-day line, and it's looking good. 
Well, thank you, everybody. Thanks so very much for, for taking, a, taking a watch. Um, I'll be back tomorrow at the same time, 12, 40, 30, or 40, depending on everything. I'll be back. Um, if you want to do questions, the easiest way to do questions if you're on TikTok is to jump over to YouTube and just type in your question, and then, and then it'll come up. And then it will be able to, everybody will be able to see it because we're, we're broadcasting now on about seven platforms, um, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, Periscope, uh, Facebook, and I believe Twitch. So those are all the platforms we're, we're, um, we're, uh, we're broadcasting on. Um, so until, and so if you want to get on the list for the uh, highly rated stocks under $10, just go to www.dallastradingfloor and first and last name and an email address. We'll get you right on. And also, if you're watching on <laughs> on YouTube, please like me. Please, please, please like me. And also subscribe. Thank you so much. See you tomorrow. Happy trading. <laughs>